0: To the kids who grew up too fast, the ones whose innocence in childhood was robbed and stripped away, the ones who fended for themselves, their parents, or other kids at a young age, the ones who were taught to be all about hard work and no play. You are misunderstood because you are now having fun, living your life doing the things you have never done, such as partying, traveling, and soaking up the sun. To the kids who are adults, but still child at heart, please no longer allow them to tear you apart. Go live your best life, because now's the time to start. And tell them old heads that you are keeping your sass, misunderstood since they don't know your past. This is for the kids who grew up too fast. Thank you for tuning in to Poetry on the Go with Ro. This is your host, Rashonda. And on this episode titled "To the Kids Who Grew Up Too Fast," which is also the name of my poem, I'll be explaining the backstory of this poem and what inspired it. But before I get into that, I want to welcome you all back to my podcast. I hope you enjoyed the little hiatus I had um it might be might have been a long hiatus to some of you. It felt a little long to me, but it was definitely necessary. And also, happy, happy, happy new year. I hope you all are enjoying your new year so far, and that it's going well for you. I love celebrating the new year. Um, I love everything about the idea of a new year and just being able to start over, being able to celebrate another birthday, celebrate another birthday for my family and friends uh be able to experience summer again and just being able to start over in general but having different experiences and trying new things and accomplishing new goals um yeah that's why i love everything about the new year i'm not one of those crazy people who's always like new year new me and has a whole bucket list of resolutions (laughs) i just love saying happy new year though And 2023 we have so many dreams to accomplish goals to accomplish and um, new energy to step into I have a lot of things to look forward to this year and I'm grateful for it I'm happy for it because uh, you know the winter and holiday season isn't always the best like it's it can be exciting but then it can be depressing and kind of at the same time for some people so you know some some of us just don't have the money for the Christmas shopping. Some of us don't have the opportunity to be with our family and friends for the holidays and stuff like that. But um, if you do get that opportunity to have that experience, then it's nice, you know. Um, and the best part about it is eating good food for sure. So there's that. But yeah. Um I definitely needed that little break for myself so that I can just kind of relax. I feel like I've I've done a lot uh, accomplished a lot with publishing my book and being consistent with the podcast uh posting episodes episode episode episodes each week. <laughs> And, um, yeah, just kind of going hard in the paint in my own world, doing this all on my own, which is something I'll continue to do. So I'm happy to be back. I'm hoping that you all are excited as well for this season, season two of Poetry on the Go with Ro. I will definitely be posting, uh newer episodes every Wednesday. And I'll have new special guests, whether you're, they're poets or they're not poets, and new poems for you uh, to hear the backstories of. And if you are new to this podcast and you are enjoying it, this is season two, so I have a whole new Season here, um but if you're starting here, there is a uh, season one that you can go back to and listen to. If you'd like to be a part of my podcast and a feature on an episode, I'd love to have you. I can have you as a special guest, whether you're a poet or a writer, or if you're someone who's not a writer, but you would like to just share a, one of your favorite poems and discuss how it makes you feel what how it inspires you then we could do that as well. That'll be awesome. Otherwise, if you are a poet and writer and you like to come on here and share a poem of yours and discuss the backstory of it, I would love to have you. So you can DM me on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook. I'm on Poetizer as well. Or um, you can inst- uh, DM my podcast Instagram page and that is Poetry on the Go with Rue podcast. Or just um, contact me on my regular social at Poetry with Rue. So yeah, I would love to have you. It would be great. Otherwise, if you don't want to be a part of it, but you want to keep supporting me and listening, you can also feel free to leave a message. Leave me a message, leave in any comments or asking any questions on the anchor.fm website it allows for you to leave a voice message so that would be cool um you could do that you could leave a review on spotify or apple podcast um that would be appreciated as well and then there's also the option if you're listening on spotify or apple podcast you can follow and subscribe so you can be notified of when I have a new episode posted, which will be every Wednesday. So I would appreciate that. I appreciate all of your support. Thank you so much. I'm happy to be back. This is something that I enjoy doing. It's pretty exciting. I love being able to Interact with other poets, especially since I don't even know most of them personally. So I'm just meeting new people, having such intimate conversations with them. I love that. It's great. They're okay with being vulnerable enough to allow me to get to know them, and they're comfortable with that. So I'm glad I'm offering that space for them. I look forward to having more episodes with newer guests. And even maybe some guests I've had in the past, I can bring them back and have them share more poetry. That would be awesome too. So with moving forward, I will discuss the backstory of this poem to the kids who grew up too fast and what inspired it. So I don't remember when I wrote this poem. It's fairly new for the most part. It's only a few years old, I'd say. But I I don't remember exactly when I wrote it. I want to say I wrote it in 2021, but it is copyrighted in my book, Healing at its Finest, a collection of poems that you can purchase on Amazon or even Target.com or any other website that's like, selling books (laughs) except for barnes and noble i didn't make it to them just yet that's gonna be in the future (laughs) um so yeah you can just google it and it'll pop up on several different websites that you can purchase this book but i mostly advertise amazon because i'm always just on amazon purchasing things myself so there's that so it is copyrighted um That means you cannot steal it just because I don't remember when I wrote it. (laughs) And uh, you can see the visual for this poem on my Instagram, TikTok, or Facebook at Poetry with Row Or also on the podcast page on Instagram at Poetry on the Go with Row podcast. And let me know what you think of this poem and what you think of this episode. Leave your feedback and comments on there. I I will appreciate that as well. We can have a whole discussion. So I will say that even though I don't remember (laughs) when I wrote this poem, I do remember why I wrote it and what inspired it. So it was a combination of things, but what really triggered it was a conversation that I was having with my cousin and it was us discussing his him considering well not even considering he had his mind made up that he was going to be moving already basically so he's gonna be he was having this discussion with me about him moving to another state and he didn't have as much support a lot of our family members wanted him to stay here in our hometown so that he can maintain his relationships with his children and being actively a part of their lives uh, physically and just being present in their lives so even though that was the case he had a little bit of support for encouraging him, but just not that much. Most of our family wanted him to just stay here, basically. And I... We talked about it, and I was supporting him, to and encouraging him to move because I already know that he is a great dad to his kids. He is very active and present in his children's lives, and and that's what we were discussing because he was just pretty set on moving but then of course our family members that weren't supportive of it were discouraging him a bit so he was probably reconsidering it uh you know long story short he did still decide to move out of town and I'm glad that he did I think he made a great decision because I feel like he had a plan that was gonna be good for him and healthy for him and he was still including his children in that decision because him moving out of town he was gonna be making more money and living in a city that's like cheaper <laughs> so he'd be able to save more money too <laughs> and um, not just that but then also have that experience of doing something that he's never done before like basically move into another state and I supported that because I felt as if I believe that a lot of times when people have children they kind of get this mindset of making their lives be revolved around their children and they don't even consider themselves anymore they don't put themselves first they put their children first all the time and kind of get to this mindset of putting what their desires and dreams and goals on the back burner to make sure that they are doing everything for their kids. And although I don't have any kids, so (laughs) you don't have to listen to me, but (laughs) I think it's healthy that parents have that balance where they can take care of themselves and put themselves first in their own lives doing what's good for them and what's healthy for them what's best for them first and then go ahead and have uh take care of their children and do what's best for their children and i say that because if you don't take care of yourself then who's going to take care of you If you don't keep yourself mentally, emotionally, spiritually, financially, physically stable, I know that was a lot, but if you don't keep yourself stable in those sets, then how can you expect to be there for other people? Especially a totally different human being that is growing and you have to care for them and take care of them and guide them you wouldn't be able to do it in a healthy manner if you're not healthy yourself. And that's something that I believe in and I stand on that. So I I felt as if he owed it to himself to do what was best for him that he wanted to do, that he had in his heart to do. Um, And I say that because he's one of the cousins that I did grow up with. He's kind of like my brother. And um, my family, we're real family-oriented. We're all super close to each other. Uh, and we just grew up together to where it's like our cousins are like our brothers and our friends. And our siblings are like our friends and uh, things of that nature. So we know each other's stories for the most part. And we know each other's experiences. We don't know... Everything about each other, and as we get older, we're still learning more about each other, and it's a beautiful experience to have. But I say that because growing up, I witnessed him being one of those kids within our family. A lot of the um, adults (laughs) in our family, when we were kids and growing up, we were those kids who grew up too fast and. We had a lot of our childhood kind of robbed and stripped away from us. Now, some of them, it was worse than others. I'll say that because um, for me personally, I was able to still maintain my childhood and do what kids do, and um, I still had to kind of be responsible for other kids and kind of like still grow up faster than usual but for my other family members my older cousins and siblings they kind of had to grow up fast and they didn't get the chance to really have a childhood at all or it was a very short-lived childhood. We had to deal with our parents using drugs and alcohol or uh you know being a part of a gang or dealing with drugs and alcohol things of that nature so it's like if they wasn't using it they were selling it whatever they had to they were just about that life (laughs) so that kind of had them be absent in our lives and they weren't as active in our lives and a part of our lives so a lot of them had to a lot of my cousins and siblings had to learn how to fend for themselves and take care of themselves and not just themselves but their siblings and their other cousins so and they're doing all this as teenagers and hell maybe even younger than a teenager I wanted him to kind of do the things he didn't get the chance to do and travel more being able to try new and different things and I feel like he owed it to himself to do that so that was our conversation basically and that conversation is what inspired this poem for the most part so this poem I wanted it to be basically a dedication to my family members who are those kids that grew up too fast and any of my friends that may have had the same experience too. So that's why I wrote this poem. They definitely had to go through a lot more than what I've experienced. So for example, I was raised by my cousin. She's only like 10 years older than me. She took me in when I was seven but she had her own family like she had a husband and a child at that time and then as I got older she had two more kids so her kids kind of became siblings to me like even though we're cousins they were like my siblings so I was the oldest child in the house and I was the one pretty much helping out around the house and taking care of them for the most part. I remember when I was uh first living with them, I was seven years old, and <laughs> my little, uh my cousin was a baby at the time, and he, I remember I was taking him a bath, and I was feeding him, making his bottle, and putting him to sleep. And at the time, I was just like, oh da 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 all this is fine. A cute little baby who's <laughs> taking care of a cute little baby. And now that I, I'm an adult and I look back on it and I'm like, why was I seven years old taking care of a little baby and uh, putting them in the bathtub and stuff? Like, why was that even a thing? Because if I'm, I look at seven-year-olds now and I'm like, they're just so innocent and they don't really even know how they barely know how to (laughs) wipe their own butt well enough so why why was I seven years old wiping a butt for uh wiping a baby's butt you know but uh, you know it it taught me to (laughs) be good at wiping babies' butts now so I don't know um. Even though I don't have any kids of my own right now, I have plenty of cousins and nieces and nephews. I even have great nieces and nephews that I still kind of tend to a lot. And I still enjoy it though. So it's just, I just love babies and children. So that's a thing for me. But yeah, I just look back on it like, why was that even a thing? Because I wouldn't dare leave my my great-niece and nephews to be responsible for each other, to take care of each other, because they can barely be responsible for themselves. So it's a no for me, dog. <laughs> but um even though I had that growing up, taking care of them, I still was able to have a childhood and have that opportunity to do what children do at that age, being outside riding a bike, running the streets, um, <laughs> not running the streets like that, but <laughs> I, mean, I mean, like, just being outside, playing in the street, and being, playing with the other kids and stuff like that, uh, and playing with barber dolls and everything of that nature. Now, my older cousins, they was out running the streets at a young age, and, um, uh, being teenagers having to get jobs and if they can get a job then you know that's when dealing drugs come to play and stuff like that so um they had to do that and I was thinking you know I didn't have to do that I was grateful that I didn't because my cousins did well with taking care of me so and make sure that I didn't have to fend for myself but there are stories where There are some kids who really did have to sit there and not just take care of themselves and their uh, siblings, but they had to take care of their parents because their parents were too strung out on drugs or just not in their right mind, and they didn't know how to really take care of themselves that much or they just chose not to because they... Allow for the their addictions to get the best of them or they may have had parents who are were way older and um you know on oxygen or something like that that nature yeah so there's those stories too and i just wanted to basically have this poem shed light on those stories that most people probably didn't really talk about but just wanted them to know like hey I understand you you're not alone we all kind of had to go through this together and almost live the same life (laughs) so for us to be adults now and trying to do better than what we saw our parents do I think that's wonderful and I think that a lot of parents kind of get so caught up in trying to be better than their parents trying to raise their children differently and uh do better than what their parents done that it kind of trickles back to how they just neglect themselves because they're so dedicated to making sure that their child lives a good life so yeah that's why I wrote this poem, that's the backstory of this poem. I wanted to also shed light on how some adults are <laughs> called childish because they kind of still hold on to that uh inner child, and at first, I would understand, like, yeah, I would agree with them, like, yeah, you are childish you did grow up. <laughs> And now I just, I understand it though. Now I'm just looking like, oh, you know, at least they are holding on to that inner child because that's what makes them happy. And I'm not saying like holding on to your inner child by like being a bum, not working, living at your parents' house and not helping out or nothing like that but (laughs) that's not the case at all but like coming across someone who likes to tell jokes often or they take pleasure in doing things like having a water fight or something like that I think that's a great quality for someone to have just kind of keeping that inner child alive because I believe that we were happier and freer when we were younger when we were children so to kind of keep that same energy as an adult where you're still happy joyful free at peace and confident whatever then that's a great quality to have and I think it's something that we all should strive for because like I said you know we get so caught up in adulting and we can all agree that this has been rough it's a little little, little bumpy road but um, it definitely has its beauty to it and um these experiences are what's creating our character and making us to become better people, hopefully. Not everyone is, not everyone's on a whole healing journey <laughs> but um for the most part it's just creating us to do better than um uh, what we saw our parents doing. And I will admit that the this generation, now I'm seeing them do better for the most part. Not everybody. Some people have a good amount. (laughs) They're doing better with raising their children, like as far as having that balance of you know, still disciplining them, disciplining their child, but still loving that, their child and showing love to them. I think back in the day, they got so caught up in being in survival mode and teaching their kids how to survive that they total, totally neglected showing love to them and affection. Like you don't, I think back in the day, they didn't really show that much love and affection to their children um and of course not every household not every community just based off of what I've experienced and I will say that this generation is doing a lot better at just being more loving and affectionate with their children and yet still still disciplining them and teaching them how to take care of themselves but at a a reasonable age and time in their lives. <laughs> I don't think anyone should be six and eight years old um, changing diapers. Um, I feel like that's something you can learn or teach your child as a teenager possibly. Uh, I think that would be good because <laughs> you know, and as in high school, they have sex ed classes and home ed. but you know you learn the basic skills of just taking care of yourself cooking and cleaning and taking care of your house um i think those are good things to teach your child as a teenager so you know everyone's parenting is different not everyone may agree with that but you know i think when your kid is young younger than uh 10 years old i don't think they should be too concerned about certain things like i don't think you're gonna try to teach your i don't know 10 year old how to drive a real car like you probably be teaching them how to ride a bike maybe or they probably should already know how to ride a bike at that time but uh, you probably teach them uh, i don't know how to maybe start cooking maybe if you want to but even then it's like not not really they don't even have to learn that but um yeah I just feel like teaching your child how to take care of themselves and um learn more about this world is good for when they're a preteen up but when they're younger like 10 and younger um I think it'd be good to just let them Just have fun. (laughs) Like yes, they need to learn their ABCs and one, two, and how to count. I was about to say one, two, threes. (laughs) But basically, you know, learn how to count and the alphabet and stuff. I don't know. Maybe you could look into there's some people out there that does coaching for parenting and they just kinda guide you on how to parents and kind of raise your children. So if you feel lost and confused, that's something you can do. I don't do that. I'm not a professional um, in that department. (laughs) So you don't have to listen to me at all. I'm just talking and sharing what I know is known to be true. But (laughs) anyway, so, yeah, I'll just say that, you know, as a whole, I think our generation is doing better with having that balance and still not like enabling their children or anything. But some parents could still use some work where they need some help with that balance. I don't think it's good to just throw some tablets and iPads and TVs in front of your child and tell them to have that to keep them entertained. Like, definitely still have that balance of teaching them how to take care of certain things, like brush their teeth or whatever, and still go outside and play and interact with other kids, get some fresh air. <laughs> um, So, things like that. But that's kind of a little rant, but it still goes on with what this poem is all about. So yeah that is this poem in a nutshell i is one of my favorite poems i enjoy performing this poem i've performed it at open mics quite a few times and you can even see a video of my open mic performance on social media a lot of people enjoy this poem as well when i do perform it and i think it's because they can relate to it you know like you're it's basically just telling you how even though your childhood may not have been the best experience and it may you may not have had much of a childhood and it was robbed you were robbed of it, but now you can kind of take back that experience as an adult by just doing the things that you never had the chance to do as a child for example for my uh i think it was my 25th birthday i went to disneyland and even though i did go to disneyland as a kid i don't remember that experience a hundred percent like i remember being there i remember the bad news we got when we were there i remember wearing the hat i had that hat for years and then i finally got rid of it I don't know what I did with that hat but anyway I just relived that experience with my friend and it was cool um yeah I don't recommend it because <laughs> those lines are too long and it'd be hot and it just gets exhausting it's not that much fun because of how long the lines are but when you finally okay so it is fun but it's not like something I would want to do every year I think you could do that um, every decade then you'll be all right I think you can say that you owe it to yourself to do that and it's okay to do that and whoever doesn't agree with it they're just jealous because they're not doing it or they aren't able to do it so that is this poem to the kids who grew up too fast if you want to leave your feedback on how you feel about this poem how you feel about this podcast episode feel free to do so on the instagram podcast page at poetry on the go with Row podcast also leave a voice message on the anchor.fm platform if you'd like to do so as well but yes so that is all I can say about this poem. I will have more poems for you in the future to share the backstory of. I'm going to be sharing an episode each Wednesday. Next Wednesday, I have a special guest poet. You should definitely stay in tune for that. It's a great episode. I'm glad I was able to do with them finally. I hope your new year is going well. I'll be back with you next week.